Good day, everyone. Thanks for joining the SoarCast. Today, we're going to interview Tony with Ultimate Drone Fishing in Perth. And we're going to learn how you can catch your drone to get the ultimate catch. Thanks for joining the SoarCast, where we talk about drones and aircraft and satellites and how they relate to geospatial products found on the SOAR platform. Good day everyone, this is Darren with the SOARcast and I'm with Tony Cornell of Ultimate Drone Fishing. It's good to have you here, Tony. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, well, um, I might actually just start off with a story about how Tony and I met. It was Christmas Eve, in fact, and I was at the beach with um, with my son, and uh, we were just having a good time. It's a beautiful day here in Western Australia, and these two blokes come down with a drone. I thought uh, everybody likes it when you're flying a drone. If somebody comes up and asks you have questions, to. they have, have to. It. <laughs> it's it's just the way it happens. But anyways, well, I chatted to Tony. Found out he's doing some really interesting things in the space of, um, as his name says, uh, drone fishing. So. Um, it's good to have you. Like I said, I think the first question is besides the obvious drone fishing, um, what is drone fishing? Drone fishing is, um, we, we get it all the time and a lot of people um, who do fish may um, understand this, but um, they, they tell us we're cheating. But um, in actual fact, it's, it's just another form of um, bait delivery. So it's the same as having a boat. Uh, it's the same as casting your bait. So anyone can walk down to a beach, cast a line, catch no fish, um, or they can learn how to read the surf, improve their chances of catching it. Or if you've got a boat, once again, you go out in a boat um, to get out into deeper water, catch different species of fish or catch larger fish or increase your yield. Um, they use a sonar to then minimize that. So with drone fishing, uh, we're basically dropping our baits out two to 300 meters um we do have um, we use uh, a couple of different apps uh, where we can see the depth of the water the, the water temperature so it's not like we're just dropping the baits out there and our results are awesome um, usually um, uh, to catch snapper you need to be offshore or if you have winter um, the snapper will come in close to shore but um, pretty much in every trip we're going out on we're catching snapper um, from about 300 meters out. Yeah. Uh, so it does improve the yield yeah. and it's fun. Yeah. So that, that's quite awesome. And I guess I'm going to, and I'm going to ask another obvious question. It's not like your drone flies, flies out and catches the fish and brings it back to you. No. And, and we do get that on our, on our Instagram page a few times, which is yeah. fine because most mm. people sort of don't, they don't understand they've never seen it before, mm. but no. So, so the, the bait, the rig, uh, is actually attached to the drone and it can be attached via a, a bait release clip, like such as this, this spry clip. This is a tension release clip, or some of the waterproof drones have a, an actual electronic clip, and you can get um, electronic clips that attach to non-fishing drones. Um, so attach it to that. You then take the drone out. You release the bait either by continuing the flight, stopping the the line from going out, which releases from the tension clip, or release it on an actuator um, via the remote control. Um, to whatever location you want or whatever mm -hmm. uh, distance you want. Okay. So it's not yes. you can you can though attach um, with a tension release clip, mm -hmm. attach the line directly to and have the, the fish take uh, a bait or a, a, a lure, 
but it will release from that. So it won't bring the drone okay. down. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. yeah. yeah we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later yeah. um, in the chat about uh, those clips. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, I've, I, I think I've, I've heard a little bit about um, taking bait out with a drone and, and, um, and I even heard about a guy who was uh, basically rocking up on the beach and telling the fishermen, look, here's five tickets, 10 bucks, you know, whenever you want to cast, come by and use one of your tickets. And, yes. And um, so he was probably having fun too. And it's a good, it's a good point you made about uh, not necessarily cheating. Cause I have a, I had a side scan, side scan sonar and um, you know, tells you what the bottom's like, what's on the bottom. You know, you're basically able to see, you know, you do? the fish. I'll have to borrow that from yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> from, from the, from the boat. Yeah, yeah. well, um, yeah, I'll tell you more about um, what I was doing with that. I was actually at maybe a topic for another sorecast, but I built a boat um, for surveying water bodies. So surveying ponds and sewerage bodies, yeah. sewerage water bodies, doesn't sound glamorous, but um, put a depth sounder on it. It would record the depths and the location, then you could build a map out of that. And so I thought, why not put side scan? I mean, you've got sonar, jump up to side scan. And so yeah. I had that on there and, and um, yeah, it worked pretty good. And anyhow, um, maybe there's an impl implementation uh, with a drone, you know, mm. side scan down the, down the track, but uh, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Sure. How, long have been, how long have been people, I, I mean, drones have been around, you know, for I guess commercial drones, people actively using them for not, not too long, but, um, Maybe you can tell us when you got started, when you got hooked. All right. So that was interesting. So that, that wasn't um, that long ago. So that was uh, March uh, 2019, so last mm. year. Mm. So I was going through, I turned 50 last year, and I've been in the same job for 30 years. Um, I just wasn't happy. My, my health was failing. Um, I was overweight. My back was, I was sitting in, in a desk job. My back was no good. Um, my knees were no good. Everything was falling to mm. pieces, and I just wasn't happy. Um, and I used to, um, when I was younger, um, up to my 30s, um, go fishing all the, the time. Fishing was my passion. I used to fly remote control planes. Um, I've written and published two books in the UK, so writing was a, was a, was a passion of mine mm -hmm. too. So I, I just really was at that point in time, uh, was thinking, how can I join all that together? Another factor of my decision was that my wife hated me fishing, hated me camping, hated me four-wheel driving. So um, how can I sort of build up a business or, or do something that I'll actually enjoy and, and um, just get some sort of, uh, I suppose, mental health, just just mm. get out of the office mm. and, and do something different yeah. and actually feed the soul. Yeah. Um, and I went, I got invited to go fishing uh, with some friends and there was about five of us. The, the, the wind was howling, we got there late, we got bogged actually. And our, um, and our Instagram uh, group is now called The Beach Bogging beach bogging buddies so um, it was a, a really bad day yeah so we didn't didn't fish that night we drank heaps of alcohol got up late got up at nine o'clock we thought okay we miss sun sunrise so we're not going to catch any fish someone pulled out a drone and i'd heard about it and we dropped the, the baits out i think about 250 meters and we landed three or four snappers in the space of half an hour a couple of bust offs and that particular drone went went down um uh, it had a snag um on the reel uh, brought the drone down it was a, a phantom and yeah that's that's what got me started but it wasn't so much the drone it was actually the fishing rods so mm. the fishing rods that they were using beach rods and they weren't really designed for that purpose and and i, I actually started on the journey creating the, the fishing rods mm -hmm. uh, the drone rods specifically for this and then one thing led on to another founder a supplier um idf tech in china went flew to china met with them and then the business just grew mm. from there yeah. so now i now i get to go 
fishing, camping, floor driving, and yeah. I'm on a business trip. Yeah. So it's, it's great. Oh, it's brilliant. And feed the soul. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a great story. Yeah. Um, we like to keep it light on the Soarcast. So yeah. first light question of the interview is, yeah. does your wife own a drone? No, she, um, she hates drones too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves shopping and yeah. Um, shopping. Yeah, yeah, well, she, she's, she's a great girl, but she, she's not. She's, she actually grew up in the country, but she just doesn't like yeah. the country or the camping or that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, fair enough. So, well, yeah. now, you know, and we need our me time. So we do. That's, that, if you tell her you're out flying the drone, it's it's you time. So good on you. Um, you know, I was looking at, at drone fishing and, and thinking about it. And um, like like when we met up, you talked about the, the gear and the way that you drone fish. And it and it seems to me that there's you could almost break it into two parts. Like you can take, like you said earlier, the drones that are um, sort of all purpose drones, you know, the ones you buy at, at the electronics store, you know, good drones, um, but they don't say fishing anywhere on them. Yeah. And then there's the drones that we'll look at in a second that, um, you know, do everything for. Um, I mean, they're they're sort of purpose built. Yep. So there's I guess there's uh, there's there's the, the drones that are purpose-built, but then also the modifications. So probably we'll start with sort of modification, you know, the things that can go on um, on a sort of a store-bought drone. And, um, you know, what are, let's say, I, I know a Phantom is kind of like an all-purpose drone. Yep. I mean, people have modified them quite a bit. How, I have a Phantom. Yep. What can I do to it to get me drone fishing? Majority of people that do drone fishing or start off drone fishing use the DJI Phantom mm -hmm. um, or the DJI Mavic, and both are really stable platforms. Um, not waterproof, unfortunately, and corrosion proof, but um, this clip, for instance, is actually designed for a, for a Phantom. Mm -hmm. So this is the new Sky Clip, um, which basically mounts to the two uh, landing, landing gear, mm -hmm. um, and you just um, uh, attach that to the to the drone itself. Mm -hmm. um, you've got other ones that fit the Mavics mm -hmm. um, or um, the Spry drones and those sort of things. Mm -hmm. um, these are tension release modules. So I really like these mm -hmm. uh, only because it just really reduces the chances of, uh, of the drone going down due mm -hmm. to a tangle or a real bind or something like that. And you control behind these as well. Electronic ones fine. And I've, I've got a good friend, Daniel Horner, who's been, he's probably the most experienced drone fisherman that I've ever met. Um, I call him obsessed, but he's actually very dedicated. That's mm -hmm. uh, pretty much. Uh, but he's he's done uh, well over 200, 300 drops with his Mavic with an mm -hmm. electric one and mm -hmm. never had a problem. Mm -hmm. He's a very skilled flyer. So so that's what you can use for, yeah. for those type of drones. Okay. Yep. Um, that actually brings to mind something, in, and you've mentioned it once or twice. Um, yeah, a calamity, you know, a worst case scenario, yeah. something goes wrong. So as I understand that, you know, you, you clip the bait on, and, and um, you know, it, you carry it out a couple hundred meters and you look through the camera and you, you see, a, you know, a bait ball or something like that. And that's that's when you go. Um, but you mentioned like a snag or something. So if if the reel catches or the or the line gets snagged on something, um, it's kind of like, what does it do? It just pulls the drone down into the water? It, it can do, yeah. yeah. To, to a yeah. point where if you're not that experienced, it's mm. very hard to recover from that. And you've got the extra weight on it too. Yeah. Um, the real experienced um, drone fishermen would, would release that bait yeah. immediately. Uh, mm. um, and that's why uh, you, you just need to be methodical about what you do, mm. catching mm. and watching the reel. Uh, keep you, if, if you've got two people, you can do it by yourself, yeah. um, but you just need to be uh, watching all the time what's, yeah. what's happening, watch your, um, your video feedback. Um, but like I say, the tension release clips are probably the safest 
mm -hmm. that you can use. Yeah. Um, this this particular one, just to give you an idea, so this is an adjustable one. Mm -hmm. um, you can mm -hmm. over over adjust it. That's that's um, so with this one, mm -hmm. these are actually adjusted in factory. Mm -hmm. So you never exceed, in this case, the Phantom drones carrying capacity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can never over over uh, weigh the. If you're really experienced and you want to, you can adjust it beyond mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's yeah, I, I, I like to stick to this. Yeah, the basics. stick to the specs, yeah. especially. I mean, we all know about uh, you know the guy who uh, saw five minutes left, five percent left on his battery, and thought he could fly that bit further, or worse off. Like uh, the first time I flew on an offshore day, yeah. I thought, oh, this is great. You know, I can see the reef where the guys surf, and then the, I saw I saw the drone and just kept going out, out and out, and I realized that. The winds were obviously a lot higher up at, at 100 meters, and uh, the drone just couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't come back. So the hot tip is drop down as far as you can go and come back in because the, the winds will be a bit, a little bit lower. And yeah. be mindful that your lithium battery should never over discharge the battery. Mm, so yeah. you should, you know, minimum. I like to sort of um, put alarm uh, of about 10, 10 percent mm, um, yeah. minimum. Yeah. yeah. So it gives you enough time to get it back, and you, you don't uh, destroy expensive yeah. batteries as well. Um, okay, next lighthearted question. Yep. Have you ever sunk a drone? Never. Oh, on, well, uh, on purpose I have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the drones that, that I've done that to are uh, waterproof. So yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's good. Let's mm. segue into the first. The baby. Sure. I'm going to call it the baby. But yep. just grab that the um, the Swell Pro Sorry? for us. Yeah. So so this 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 particular drone, the Swell Pro Spry, yeah. it's it's a sports drone. Mm. It, it wasn't made for uh, drone fishing, mm -hmm. but we are. Uh, we have been testing it out. Um, um, we've got a, a, a new clip uh, being made by Skyclip with the tension release on that mm. as well. Um, but that so far is is, is awesome little drone mm. uh, mm. and fully waterproof. This, you, you, there's videos of this actually mm. going underwater. Mm. Uh, it's got a 4K camera. Uh, flight time 17 to 20 minutes. Mm. Uh, it's not huge, um, but uh, batteries are quite cheap mm. to buy with this. So mm. it's just a matter of uh, buying a couple of spare batteries. But really forgiving. If it, it's really resilient, as you can, mm -hmm. you, know, you can feel mm -hmm. the, yeah. the quality. That I've seen videos of it slamming into the water. The propellers are quite flexible as well. Mm. So yeah, that's a good little yeah. drone, that. But very stable too. Um, yeah. Drone. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. And then let's let's go on to the uh, the mothership. I call the mothership. It. Yeah. This is the this is the, the cargo uh, yeah. the cargo ship. So that's that's a fully purpose built uh, fishing drone. So it's mm -hmm. the Poseidon Pro. Uh, it's IP67 waterproof rated. Uh, it has a 32-minute flight time, which is yeah. really, really yeah. good for, for the size of that. Yeah. Uh, it has a lifting capacity of one and a half kilos, um, and it has an electronic uh, release mechanism mm. with a 720p camera, which which isn't uh, is not on the gimbal. Mm. When you when you're drone fishing, you don't really need to have mm -hmm. that. So. Mm. Um, as opposed to one of the, the Swell Pros or the DJI, mm -hmm. um, you can film with these um, mm. as well. This is purely for fishing, so this is, this is basically mm. what it's made for. Um, 720p digital too, so it's a digital mm -hmm. feedback to mm -hmm. an app. Mm -hmm. um, it's all carbon fiber legs, carbon fiber propellers. You can get an yeah. idea of the, I might put that little little leg yeah. up to the size of that. Yeah. So it's, um, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty crazy. It's quite robust. And, yeah. and with a 1.5 mm -hmm. payload, um, I imagine you could long line, uh, so carrying out you know multiple hooks on one yep. line, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Australia, we, we can't get away with that too much, oh, okay, yeah. New Zealand, uh, no problems, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we can lift quite heavy baits, yeah. so for shark fishing and so forth, uh -huh. within reason. Mm. Um, but 
there's other things to you know you've got to worry about the wind mm-hmm. uh, so this this mm-hmm. has actually got a both at, up to both at force level six mm-hmm. um, it'll, it'll handle quite well in both at force level five which is quite quite high just the size of the drone and the weight of the yeah. drone can handle it quite well um, but then your battery times as well uh-huh. so the heavier the bait the stronger the wind headwind it's going to reduce your battery time yeah. so uh-huh. you just got to keep your eye yeah. on the battery okay well maybe we'll we'll set that guy aside because yeah. we've got we've got more things to go through sure um that little guy the swell pro um spry. it can go or spry i've seen it go in the water um how deep can it go well look um they're not submarines yeah uh so it's 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 waterproof okay yeah. so and, and they say it's fully waterproof um but you wouldn't want to submerge it mm. for that long mm-hmm. and and all of my drones, even though they are waterproof, um, I try not to put them yeah. in the water. It's yeah. electronics, electronics and water uh, is not good. Yeah. Um, but that little, oh, I've seen photos of, of images of it actually going underwater, being submerged mm. about a meter mm. and yeah. then surfacing yeah. up. Yeah. This has got an auto right feature uh, yeah. as well. Uh-huh. So you can actually um, uh, turn it over, yeah. which is quite Ooh. clever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, nerdy questions. Do, yeah. do, do the radio signals go through the water? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I suppose you'd have to wait until it um, yeah, until that surface okay. before that, yeah. yeah. Okay. And pray. Yeah, and pray. <laughs> we did some of that earlier today. We're not going to tell you what we did this well, morning, but this, uh, this myself, fun. myself, and the drone father who's filming this. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. everything came out right. Well, most everything. Anyways, moving on. Um, you mentioned a little bit about about regulations, so it's probably good to just um, quickly, you know, what are the regulations or what what regulations regarding recreational fishing would apply or or associated you know in this style of fishing so there is nothing at the moment mm-hmm. um with regards to mm-hmm. this this story of catch limits and mm-hmm. so forth okay. can't long line mm-hmm. um there is the casa uh, mm-hmm. regulations coming out very soon which is i, I think it's a fantastic thing mm-hmm. um it just keeps everyone every drone regardless of the weight the size will have to be registered mm-hmm. i believe um mm-hmm. which is good yeah. uh it just makes people accountable mm-hmm. um there's also love to do a, a quick course and, and know um, the rules behind that. So it's for safety reasons and it's also, um, um, you know, there's fines involved too. So the fines are quite quite steep if you do the wrong mm. thing. So mm. I think it's a good thing. Um, I believe with recreational fishing drones, um, over two kilograms, well, you'll need a, an actual license mm-hmm. to fly, um, but yeah. that won't be introduced um, until the end of 2020, 2021. Okay. What Castro is telling me at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if it's as big here, but obviously I'm from the U.S. and uh, bass fishing is big. Yeah, and there's pros. Mm. You go around different lakes, you know, make money and uh, have signature reels, I guess, and, and things like that. Our guys, we, we're talking mainly beach fishing here, and that's big here in WA and around Australia, even um, New Zealand. What a freshwater fishing, drone fishing, is that taking off or is it uh, well as popular? I, I'm yet to try it because yeah. um, there's a couple of spots uh, for trout. South of Perth, uh-huh. and I would love to to maybe try try the drones out and yeah. uh, drop some uh, into some some spots where I think yeah. there's there's trout. It can definitely work 100%. But I don't really know much about the American scene. Mm. I know that drone fishing is very very new there. Mm. Uh, it is it is starting to move uh, gain momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see why you couldn't. Uh, mm. you, they probably get caught cheating. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, do you know offhand what's the biggest fish that anyone's ever caught using a drone? I don't, but yeah. you know some of the photos that I've seen on the internet, and you know we landed a uh, nine, I'm sorry, eight foot 
bronze whaler. Um, my friend did, uh, Daniel Horn, he was out with um, the Walsman brothers, which I got to meet with these young guys. They're only 18, 23, really good guys, but yeah. just crazy shark fishermen yeah. down south south of Perth. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they hooked into a, an eight pound bronzy with, and they were using the, trying out the, the G Reaper rod. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's, but I've seen you know, in South Africa, drone fishing is very, very big. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all about sharks. The mm-hmm. shark fishing is yeah. quite big there. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, oh, I'm not fit enough to be able to, you know, no. to, to be to, to be uh, to be going after these these monsters of the deep. But yeah. there would be some monsters yeah. that would have okay. been, been yeah. caught by drone fishing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Do you have a favorite fishing joke? I don't even know a fishing joke. Oh, okay. Do you well, know one? Uh, not off the top of my head, okay. but um, you know, everybody's well. I, yeah, everybody's kind of kind of. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look one up though when I get home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another random question, I, and it leads it leads back to the the previous one. I don't suppose there's an entry in the Guinness Book of World Records for the lo- largest fish caught by a drone. There's not. There's not. But this, you could be the first entry. Um, I would like to hook one up, but yeah. I'll I'll pass the rod to someone. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So That's pretty full on. Right. Oh look, yeah. you know, because because uh, well, look, depends upon how far you drop the line. Yeah, mm. you know, some of the, sometimes that can be 300, 400, 500 meters. Yeah. So you hook something sizable. Yeah, um, you've got to reel in all of that. You know, go for runs and fight this massive yeah. fish. And, and there's guys that do it. Um, look, I, enjoy, I I do enjoy hooking a mm-hmm. big fish, but mm-hmm. I, I don't target sharks or anything yeah. like that. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm a bit, bit off of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't mind passing the rod to some of the younger guys. And yeah, have a, an hour fight. Yeah, can we talk uh, cost? So, yeah. like the um, you know the, the like like one of these guys. Yep. Um, and you know the clips. What do what do you spend on a clip? So so some majority of the clips are around one hundred and twenty nine. So anywhere from one hundred and nineteen to one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much if you've got a a, a, a drone like a, a Phantom or a, mm-hmm. or a Mavic. Mm-hmm. Um, we all, we also have clips for smaller drones than that, but within within reason, mm-hmm. and that obviously it scales to how much bait you can carry. Mm-hmm. But you're looking about one hundred and nineteen, one hundred and twenty nine dollars, and you're fishing. And you can use mm-hmm. you can use any fishing rod. Um, a, a surf fishing rod's fine, mm-hmm. so it doesn't cost much to get. Yeah. Uh, as long as you, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, if, if you're going to use it, use a tension release yeah. rod. Okay. It's safer for your drone. And if you go with the um, the, the Swell Pro or yep. the um, so yeah. so uh, about fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. standard. Mm. Uh, Eighteen sixty will get you um, the drone, a clip. Uh, two uh, two additional batteries, so three batteries in total. Mm-hmm. A spare set of propellers, spare uh, optical cover, and a membrane kit. So that's like mm-hmm. the, the fisherman version mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Poseidon Pro itself, that's um, eighteen. Testing me about eighteen sixty. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's with um, that's, that's everything you see yeah. there. So that's a full yeah. full machine. So you know anything up to about you know. 1800 to 2000 yeah. will get you you know a proper a yeah. good waterproof drone um or 129 dollars yeah. gets you out and gets you taste proof well but let's put that into perspective so you have like a, a good a good uh setup a rod and reel yep what would if a good beach casting setup sort of what would you what could you spend on one of those uh, for drone fishing or for for, 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 for beach fishing look, you yeah could, beach fishing okay or, look, yeah you know you, you could buy a you know combo package um Cheap combo package, hundred dollars, uh-huh. yeah. or you could 
spend anywhere up to three, four thousand for a, for mm-hmm. a rod and reel package. Yeah. So, um, but you know, a, a decent, uh, a really decent uh, surf rod, you're going to be paying four, five hundred dollars for okay. it, and yeah. then a decent reel uh, for five hundred to a thousand dollars. So yeah. it just depends okay. upon what you want. Yeah, and there are differences. There's weight differences mm. with everything. But it's not a big stretch if you consider no. that you're you're paying you know a thousand dollars for a good setup you know another 1500 or so for a drone to you know and you're not going to have you can't have just one you know no. uh, despite what the missus said that's right absolutely <laughs> yeah i managed to pick up this reel today i was uh, um out of one of the tackle shops yeah. and they had uh, a 1500 dollar uh, reel there and, and I, I got it for 750 dollars oh, right. yeah. this this yeah. this this reel i would never pay that money for it but it was sitting and that's that that reel will last forever it's mm. uh, it's, a, it's a very nice reel. So. yeah Oh, I, had, I had to have it, but yeah. I hope my wife doesn't see this and yeah. I, there's no receipt proof or anything like that, so oh. we should be safe. Good good on you. Um, let's move on. Um, another random question. For you, the act of drone fishing actually qualifies as work. It does, absolutely. Okay. Especially yeah. when my missus is involved. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, effectively, a work, a work week, aver, hourly work week for you is what, 40, 50 plus? hours per week, including I'm, drone fishing. I'm doing 18 hour days at the moment, yeah, uh, okay. seven days yeah. a week. Yeah. So on my weekends, when, when we do go out drone fishing, which mm-hmm. is generally um, everyone else fishing and, and me doing video or filming yeah. or making sure they're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I have, I managed last week to have a, have a fish, which was good, so, uh-huh. and plan to again this yeah. weekend, so, yeah. Okay. But it's good fun being out on the beach. Yeah, um, I must have hit the silly point of my questions, this one. Has there ever been a shark attack on a drone? I reckon there has been, yeah. and I reckon that's that would be a very sad day mm. um, if you didn't get didn't get on video. Mm. Um, yeah. It would be expensive loss. I think. I think if you lost a fifteen hundred dollar drone to a shark and it was a good size one, like a mm. white pointer, mm-hmm. and it launched itself out of the mm. water, yeah. I reckon a good video you might be able to recover some money back with it. Yeah, know, perhaps just just from people donating to your cause or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I have heard of the submarine ones being attacked. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's the waterproof yeah. uh, submarines ones mm-hmm. being attacked. So yeah, yeah there's more than like they'd love to find out if anyone's got any video on that. Um, send it to Darren, please. I'd like to see it. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um, and this is a little bit of a airy fairy hocus pocus question because uh, we had a bit of a flyaway this morning. John came back surprisingly. Just looked up there, she was coming back. Ever faithful, the uh, Phantom Three. But um, in, in, in we have flyaways, invariably we have flyaways, and nobody knows where the drones go, but mm. we're hoping that with your experience, when, it, when you're drone fishing and you have a flyaway, and it, it happens yeah. you know, to the best of us, where, do those, where does the drone go? Where would, you, where would you think it goes? Well, our drones generally return, yeah. but if they didn't, they'd probably be on the bottom of the ocean, and, and I'd love to see, I, I, well, I made a mine, and I was having a good chat just recently, and uh, we're just thinking, you know, in another thousand, twelve thousand years' time, um, mm-hmm. and they're finding all these pieces of plastic on the bottom of the mm-hmm. of the ocean, two hundred, three hundred kilometres around the around Australia, and yeah. all of the, the, you know, they'd be wondering where this come from, what were yeah. they doing, and they all the the non waterproof drones that lie on the bottom of the ocean, because yeah. there's quite a few out there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Um, do you know how? Yeah, you actually told me this earlier, but. Who who who's the the godfather of drone fishing? Who started this? All right, so that there's a, that's a bit of a contentious um, argument about that. There's there's 
There's a gentleman by the name of Farmer Derek. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and I'm, I'm sure it was back in 2013, roughly. Don't, please don't, don't hold yeah. me to that. But he, um, he had an old, uh, one of the original phantom drones and he mm -hmm. actually tied fishing line around the drone, had a hook, mm -hmm. put a bait on it, and he was in a dam or a, in a lake mm -hmm. and he actually hooked a fish mm -hmm. and brought it out of yeah. the water to the shore. Yeah. And there's a YouTube, so if you look up uh, Farmer, Farmer Derek drone yeah. fishing, it's had about 2.4 million hits on it. Yeah. Um, so. He's the one with the proof. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's it's drone fishing hasn't been around for that long. So mm. I reckon mm. our farmer Derek is the man. Yeah. And I'm actually going to contact him because I yeah. want to have a, have a chat yeah. to him and see if he's got any additional videos or information about about that. So, yeah. Oh, that's a good story. Um, you know, maybe one one more question. Um, one or two more. I've seen boats um, that are built for actually like it's a it's an RC boat. So it does much of the same uh, objective. Basically, it wants to get the the um, the bait past the breakers, you know, out yep. where you know, and um, out far enough further than you could ever cast. Um, and you know, I can think of the obvious advantages uh, of having a drone do that for you. But um, yeah, when you're if you have to go out apples for apples, what are the advan advantages of using a drone? to bait cast effectively over say one, an RC boat? Well, um, it does pretty much the same sort of thing. I suppose having the drone, you, you get the bait out a lot faster. You're not having to contend with the waves and the mm -hmm. breakers and, mm -hmm. and so forth. Um, but then there's other, other. Uh, we have a drone called um, Power Dolphin. Mm -hmm. um, mm. And that ha actually has a sonar on it mm. and an echo sounder. So mm -hmm. you can actually send it out and actually find yeah. a fish yeah it has a burly cag so you can actually drop burly over that period mm. uh, over that point and a bait release mechanism as yeah. well so you can find the fish drop it mark it a location mm. so i suppose that's that's the advantage of the of the rc boat with the, the fishing drones you can attach um a, sort of a small sonar device but generally mm. you're limited to about 100 meters mm. um so that's what i would yeah. say the oh, okay yeah in europe they have you know boats that are uh, a meter and a half, two meters long, uh, yeah. made from fiberglass, and uh, you can actually pull a human being behind them. Yeah. They use those for fishing. Yeah, um, uh, that would be uh, yeah. a, a nice, a nice oh. rig to have. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Um, all right, so probably moving on to the end. Uh, oh, we have a few more topics to hit, but um, let's say I'm a noob. I, you know, yep. showed up at the beach, have a you know have a uh, a bait or a attention device on my let's say Phantom. Yep. And I uh, got some bait on it, and uh, looking around. Obviously, I'm going to know the right direction to fly. But what what, do you, what are the hot tick tricks and tips for the noob? Uh, for the noob, yeah. uh, make sure one of your batteries are charged. Make sure you calibrate your drone. Um, when you do connect the the line to the drone, keep it away from the propellers when you mm -hmm. take off. Mm -hmm. Make sure the bail on the uh, fishing rod is released, so the fleece spills. Make sure it doesn't get any snags. And as you're sending your um, your line out, uh, just keep an eye on the reel. If you can have two people to help you, it's better. Um, mm -hmm. That way they can keep an eye. If it does get snagged, then you can stop the drone and so forth. Uh, and yeah, just don't, just make sure the wind's not blowing too much. Mm -hmm. um, and just take it really slow, really easy when you first start out. Mm -hmm. um, I would do some practice runs, yeah. just 10 okay. meters out. Yeah. yeah. It just, it, it's just methodical. Mm. Make sure your battery's right. Keep the line away from mm -hmm. the, the drone. Make sure the bow's open. Mm -hmm. um, Make sure the wind's not blowing too much, and make sure that'll be doing it wherever you're doing it uh, yeah. at the time, I suppose. But uh, oh, okay. just slow and steady. Um, that's the 
that's the that's the best yeah. advice I can okay. just, and look we all make mistakes and we all learn from them but mm-hmm. if you go slow and steady be methodical mm-hmm. then you, you, you reduce your chances of a loss mm-hmm. yeah okay well let's talk some more about sure. um, the gear that goes along with it so I might actually just grab this guy go for and, it uh, yep break. <laughs> that was the roof um, <laughs> I think the uh, the fishing rod fared better than the roof yeah anyways what are we looking at so this is the this is the g reaper so this is a 10 foot six rod um this is designed for drone fishing so if you can imagine uh with a normal rod it's designed for a casting action mm. uh, although these rods have got a, a really good cast action we brought into them um the action of the rod um they're very very strong mm-hmm. so the, the, mm. the action is what they call fast um, this one's an extra extra heavy um action and a fast taper mm-hmm. um, but this has got a uh, x weave around the whole the whole rod from, mm-hmm. from from base to tip which gives it incredible strength and it also has a uh, a cross uh, diagonal carbon fiber weave throughout the whole rod mm-hmm. so extremely strong this is rated 80 to 130 pounds uh, the one down from that's rated at 50 to 80 and then we've got uh, some 12 foot rods that are rated uh testing monology 40 to 60 pounds um, but even 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 the 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 the, the, the guide rings they're a K series so um, that really limits uh, line tangle um, the uh, alcinite uh, rings which mm-hmm. reduce heat uh, reduce heat and abrasion to your brake because you're spilling out a lot of line mm-hmm. uh, at times so they're just very heavy duty yeah. rods yeah yeah uh, well that's that's really that's really interesting and and uh, believe me I'm I'm holding it here it's yeah. um, it's light as a feather you know you, as as strong as it is yeah. it's light as a feather yeah. Um, let's, can we pull out the, uh, the sure. landing pad as well? So, so another thing too, so, so these, so the one is one of the brands that we um, produce. Um, so when you're using it for beach, um, you need a fairly large landing pad or it helps, keeps, mm-hmm. keeps all the dust in. Oops. Dust, so that's 130 centimeter, it's a foldable landing pad. So yeah. that's the, the biggest one on the market at the moment. Yeah. If there's any large, I wanted it one and a half, but it would just be too, too hard yeah. to fold. Um, but I think I might push that point. Yeah. It's always good to go bigger on the beach. Um, we've also got a 1.8 meter uh, landing mat. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that gives you a, a really large landing landing mm-hmm. base. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has sand mat around the, the, the outside. Mm-hmm. So sand falls through, mm-hmm. keeps the sand away from the drone and the gimbal, protects mm-hmm. that. Um, but these are, yeah, everyone loves these um, so far. And um, the landing mat's brilliant. Because uh, it, it just seems like every time you hit that return to home, the drone always it's always within a half a meter or a meter. Yeah. So one point eight, you're pretty pretty covered there. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's good just to uh, um, just to let it land. Yeah. The, well, the benefit I think of, of having this is obviously you're handling fish, and uh, you know maybe the guy who's baiting the hook, you, you don't ne- or you know you don't necessarily want him holding your drone. No, <laughs> he's got fish guts all over his hands. That's so right. It lands there, you know it's. It's out of the way. Correct. Well, um, Tony, it's been it's been really interesting. I mean, I uh, I think I'm gonna I don't know. I might ha- I might have a go at uh, drone fishing. Take you out for yeah. sure. But um, this is this is our little gift for coming on the Sorecast. So Thank this you. is um and we're this is a, a Soar calendar. So oh, wow. that's a 2020 calendar. It's got images um, from Soar. So either um, either their satellite or their drone images. And a some, lot of- Some of these images I've been on the website and they're just absolutely uh, stunning. Yeah, incredible. so those, those and those are all um, local and yeah. um, 
Oh, and, so socks. You know, to go with your thongs. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That'll, that's that's a good look. I call that the penguin toe look. I've never and, known a and, business to actually make socks. That's 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 awesome. And surely, um, you know, on one of those drones, there's room for at least Absolutely two or three going on there. stickers everywhere. Brilliant. Um, but um, Tony, it's been great having you. And uh, thanks for coming on the Sorecast. And uh, happy fishing. Thank you. Yeah. See you soon. Thank you very much, Father. That's all we have time for today. Tune in to our next SOARcast for more discussion on geospatial products and imagery found on SOAR.